1: What is going on everybody? My name is Cutter Lawler, Welcome back to another week of Movie Mondays. This is the Heroes for Hire podcast. We are back again talking all the week's movie news, entertainment news, and just generally having a bit of a chit-chat about everything to do with film. As always, I am joined by my partner in crime, Mr. Sean Mead, Sean. How is it going? Happy out, Connor. Uh what are we what
0: are, uh, was I meant to bring anything to the show this week? Any notes or anything like that?
1: Did I have any uh, homework? Uh, uh, so it's basically,
0: a bit, is what I'm asking. Uh, uh,
1: my homework was you just sit down in a, in a cinema mm-hmm. and watch a Marvel film. Oh,
0: okay. Well, God, I, I mean, I did that a week ago, but...
1: <laughs> <laughs> Look, if anyone doesn't know, we were meant to do this review last week, but somebody, not naming names, so but it wasn't Sean, couldn't get enough time to go to the cinema. So, in the preceding seven days... I've had enough time and I've seen the film. Are you happy now, Sean? Fuck off. Get off my back. You're not my mom. Not.
0: Well, actually, I am. I did some tests. But, <laughs> <laughs> the uh, no, I, I'm, I'm being a prick, but it's grand. Doesn't really matter. It's, it's always fun to talk about a movie. And just, for people that don't know, the way we generally do it is we go scene by scene and say, that was class. And that yeah. wasn't so class. Um yeah. But we usually go fairly spoilery. Um we'll we'll dance around it for a few minutes then we'll be straight into full spoilers. So you can get our general thoughts and then based off of that I guess you'll decide if you want to see the Marvel movie,
1: which I mean it's prob you I mean you're probably if you're already listening to this show then unless it's not unless you can get to a cinema right now and it's not on any streaming services I would just assume you've probably either are planning to go see it or you've already seen it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's mad how those demographics intersect. Um, Yes. But look, just so you know, if we do, when we do spoil stuff, don't be angry at us. We're doing our best.
1: (laughs) Also, Sean was at a stag do this weekend, and I was at a sporting event, so we've got tired voices. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> is it
0: is it coming across <laughs> on the mics that both of our voices are I think
1: I think energy levels are very varying <laughs> this
0: week. I think there's going to be peaks and valleys, and like, you'll be high and I'll be low, and... <laughs> I'll be high and you'll be low. And then occasionally we'll match up and that'll be the outro.
1: Oh, Oh, that outro. That'll be three minutes of gold. Listen in for that three minutes of podcast of gold. (laughs) (laughs) We're not going to tell you when it's coming, but it's going to come. So, Sean, we are here to review Marvel's latest installment in their cinematic universe. Yes. And that is Shang-Chi. Yes. Um, Now, actually,
0: I will say this. Go on. I learned recently that we've been pronouncing it wrong for months. Please continue. Simu Liu tweeted out pronunciations and it's actually Shang Chi. Oh no. So
1: we've, oh, now we look like ignorant dickheads. We've
0: goosed it. We've absolutely yeah. goosed this for the better part of a year, Connor.
1: <laughs> oh no. <laughs> no. I hate when I goose it. You know I hate that.
0: <laughs> but look, yeah, so Shang Chi, the latest studio Marvel production, and. Yes. In a very broad question to start off, Connor. What
1: did you think? I... D- very broad. Um, and obviously we can't go spoilers. But what I will say is... It's a very unique, fun fun ride. Is what I would say. Very good. Um, very good. So I, I think that... There are some things that can be quite... For a very unique film, it also has weird bits where it's slightly generic. Near the end... We're going to get into that. But... <laughs> For, like, a good runtime of it, I was like, holy shit, this is unlike anything we've seen in this universe. Um, we've seen it in other platforms um, or other types. It's like a Dragon Ball Z movie come to life, I felt at some points. Yeah, yeah. That I was like, holy that Dragon shit. Ball
0: Z movie that did come out was terrible uh evolution. Yeah. And
1: I was just thinking if they do another one, the director oh, <laughs> needs to be hired <laughs> to do that one. <laughs> um, but okay, so that was my general idea, Sean. What were your thoughts? I,
0: I I did really like this. It felt it's the most it's the Marvel movie that feels <clears throat> the most like the least like a Marvel movie. Like it exists just as a movie on its own for the most part. Like there are moments watching it yeah. and I was like,
1: oh yeah, this is, this is in the MCU. Yeah, and I think at the, for a certain point, say in the first act, it's very clunkily thrown in. <laughs> Do you remember when everyone disappeared? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, okay, right, we're still in that world. <laughs> Fair enough. But, uh, that, that's like a line just
0: to be like, yeah, this is where this is set in time.
1: <laughs> yeah, and also the the first line of dialogue between our two leads is... We've been friends for ten years, which I was like, yes. yes. I love exposition in the first line.
0: <laughs> Look, how how else would we know the depth of their
1: friendship, Connor? Yeah. I love when friends say their level of friendship. I mean, we've been friends for seven and a half years. You know how it is. Is that are, are we seven and a half years at this point? Uh, yeah, I think what so. shit. <laughs> Yeah, it's mad. Um, So, Sean, we're going to have to start the film. Now, Um, it starts with one of our favourite things. We got a flashback. We got a bit of narration. We got a a telling a story. Um, Very similar to, if anyone's seen TMNT, the (laughs) Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie from 2007. The the classic film school
0: example of exposition. (laughs)
1: That's my (laughs) go-to. Whenever this happens, I'm like, ah, yes, they're doing the TMNT. I see.
0: It's not like, oh, yeah, like the crawl at the start of Star Wars or anything like that. No, no. TMNT.
1: (laughs) The TMNT. So, in this, we see uh, Wenwu, who is going to be uh, played by Tony Leung. And he's he's pretty big deal, Sean. I would say he's the best part in this whole film. Also... Straight away, we're just doing spoilers. <laughs> Straight oh, away. Yeah, like, we're just going to review the discussion.
0: film. That was our non-spoiler review. We're falling into spoilers now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Tony Lung, this is his first English-speaking role, despite the fact he speaks Even it fluently.
1: Yeah, he speaks it fluently, but he's never just done an American film. Which is,
0: I think, is like a testament to the man. Like, just he's he's that massive of an actor, and
1: and what- what's also interesting is there's not an English line spoken in the film until ten minutes in. I like that
0: like that's a really it it just
1: adds like authenticity to the movie um yeah i I think it like it's so such a small thing, but it just is like we're not compromising like it's not just gonna be people just speaking English for the sake of speaking english um and that kind of annoys me when they like go to like I don't know, even Germany or if they go to France. And they're speaking and English the with like, German <laughs> accents. Yeah, and it's just like, oh, right, why is everyone speaking English? There's a thing in the comic books where they just put, like, the star, and it just says down in the bottom, oh, editor's note, we've translated what they're saying, which makes way more sense. If you just tell me at the start, oh, we're just translating it.
0: Yeah, or in, like, Guardians of the Galaxy, where he has a translator, like, implanted into him, yeah. so it doesn't matter, but yeah. Exactly. It's it It tells a story of... Um, the Mandarin, yeah, as he may be called.
1: I would just say, mowing true armies with uh, his rings. Because, get it out there, the rings are probably the most powerful thing in Marvel, or one of the top five, anyway.
0: But, uh, like, oh yeah, those rings are busted strong. Like, they're... Yeah,
1: like they break the game.
0: They, like, it, it feels like he has ten power stones on his wrist. Like, that's the level of, of like, combat prowess. And he, like... I like the way they've done it, because for people who don't know, the rings in the comics, there were actual rings on his fingers that would control, like, fire, ice, matter, gravity, all this kind of shit. But I Captain (laughs) Planet. With our powers combined. (laughs) But I really like the way they're done (laughs) in the film. That they're these, like, fucking massive bangles, five on each wrist. And he just has all the energy in the world behind him when he swings him at you.
1: And I think that idea has makes every fight scene that much more interesting. Just visually. Like, I just think it's more visually appealing that he can just, like, fuck the rings at you. And he, like, fucks five of them at you. And then they float through the air and they just fling back onto his arm.
0: Yeah. And then he just continues punching you. Because what it does, it lets him do martial arts at range. which Yeah, does, exactly. It, just, it, it raises the stakes for the whole film, Connor.
1: And also, at the very very start, is just like our very very quick introduction, which is just the fight scenes that I just have written here. Oh shit! Because <laughs> I was like, oh, he's mowing through them, and it all looks real pretty.
0: Yeah. The this is for for a movie who starring Shang Chi, Shang Chi, the master of kung fu. The kung fu in this movie is unreal. <laughs>
1: oh, like, do you think the guys in Iron Fist are, like, <laughs> looking at this, like, Aw.
0: "Oh, yeah. <laughs> we well, should
1: have done that.
0: Well, here's the thing, like, in the comics, like, Iron Fist and Shang-Chi are pretty much on par, like, in terms of...
1: Yeah, you don't get that vibe, no, I will say that. Not
0: da- little Daniel Rand going about his daddy's office. <laughs> not the same, not the same level. Yeah. <laughs>
1: So yeah, that it starts off by just showing us the Mandarin. I'm gonna call him the Mandarin. He's more true people, and then we cut to 1996, um, and it's kind of a flash forward. We see him in a helicopter. Where it's basically implied to us he's immortal. Like he's lived for thousands of years. Yeah. He he can't be killed because nobody. It's not said that he can't be killed, but I just don't think anyone is able to kill him because he has the rings. I didn't get the impression that he was that he's like undefeatable.
0: No, but he's like. He's not going to die of old age. Like, you have
1: to. No, I think they just keep him young.
0: Yeah, you have to be able to kill him. And no one's able at the bit. So,
1: so he he was constantly just, like, amassing um, wealth and just power. And he's just because he's, like, the most powerful person in the world. Nobody can stop him. Um, and then it comes to 1996, and he basically goes to his guys, he, was, he says, I want to find Ta Lo, which is this ancient... Um, city which is really interesting so his men are like nobody's ever found that you're never going to be able to do this and he's like I want to go now <laughs> I'm not waiting around I want it yeah
0: and then they have that kind of is it, it's either a regular forest or a bamboo forest but it's it's a maze
1: also I have an interesting fact about uh, talo is that Tao is the short form for and I'm going to butcher this the Lao Tian, which means the Great Heaven of Chinese mythology. Oh. So it's so it goes deep into the Chinese mythology, and that's where they got it from. Um, and it has only appeared once in a tour comic book in 1980. Wow, which is it's, just, it's very very niche. But, um, but per- everything about this is niche. Presumably,
0: also appears in Chinese mythology.
1: Oh yes, of course. So in terms of Marvel, it appeared in that one. Like,
0: hmm, this hidden city. It shows up once in a Thor comic. <laughs> um,
1: so yeah, so he his whole idea is he wants to go to this city because he's run out of places on our world that he can conquer. Like he's just bored. Now.
0: That's it. Like he's he's a bigger conqueror than like Alexander the Great and Genghis Khan and all of this. Like he's just he's the best at conquering. Um,
1: yeah. And look, and he wants to go a-conquering more. And he just can't find anywhere. It's like, so, he
0: And uh, It's a terrible joke. I was going to say, it's like me in the yard in October in school. I want to go conquering. <laughs>
1: You stopped the review. <laughs> you stopped it for that. Conquering lads, I'm a bit of a. Did you Did
0: you win? conqueror myself, I did, because I used to leave uh, conquerors. I used to leave them in the hot press for a year so that they dried out and they were like stones. Yeah.
1: First of all. It's even sadder that you did that. Secondly, (laughs) the saddest part is before you told me that you said I was a bit of a Kang the Conqueror myself. (laughs) Which is ludicrous. It's a
0: sentence that makes no sense to 90% of the planet.
1: Also makes no sense back then. Like you at 10, mid 2000s. Guys, I'm Kang the Conqueror. Yeah, alright, shut the fuck fuck up. up, Nerd. Nerd. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so he comes across Talo eventually and um, all of his men get basically destroyed by the maze the maze or the forest I should say which is a maze Um, and it takes out the car and he's the only one that survives and he finally gets to the place he wants to go to and there, there's a lady there Sean who seems to be the protector of this city yeah some kind of, of guardian and he you know
0: he's just massacred 4000 armies this morning so he's like, okay, I'm just
1: what? What's one more life? But a bit so, of love um, is stricken up. <laughs> so a big fight scene breaks out um, <clears throat> between um, you've got Wen Wu and you've got Ying Li, who plays um, Shang Chi's mother. And so it's very interesting in terms of a fight scene. It's probably in terms of visually the prettiest fight scene. Oh yeah. Um, There's better... I would say there's better fighting, but that's not a disregard of this one. I would just say there's probably more hard-hitting ones, but this is so interesting because you see the Mandarin, he's, like, he's fighting and she's, like, dancing and she just dodges him.
0: Yeah, and he eventually, like, like, joins in the dance, kind of. Like, they're bonding through fighting, which...
1: Because he's, like... He's trying to fight, but then halfway through, he's like, "What the fuck is she doing?" Yeah. I, and then she like interests him. He hasn't been interested in years in anybody. Like, he just mows through people. So, um, yeah. So she eventually, I think, defeats him. Like, he throws the rings at her, and she controls them, and then throws them back and like blows yeah, it ends up them on, up his fountain, on him, doesn't he? Yeah, like, she basically defeats him in a fight, which nobody's done. And I think to this, like, that is, to him, is, like, the most interesting thing anyone could possibly do. He's like, oh, who the fuck are you? Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah,
0: and he's just immortal and bored, basically. Uh, That's why he's looking for um, Tao Lo, is because he's just bored, basically. There's nothing left to do. Yeah,
1: because he's the most powerful being in the whole world, so... He eventually... Then we see that they had a child together. They fall in love. They have a family. Everything is so lovely. And he gives up Um, being the warlord. So he gives up the rings. And she gives up her power. And she gives her power back to Talo, And then they decide to just become like a family somewhere. Yeah. Where they just have their son and they have their daughter. And then they just live a normal life. Which is very nice. And then we see the last scene we have before we go to the present day is that um, we see Shang-Chi's mother giving him the necklace, and she's just like, this will always find you your way home, um, just always have this, and this is our like transition into modern day, where we see the necklace there, and we have our lead, Sean. Please, would you like to talk about our lead now, or would you like to talk about uh, <laughs> Simu later on? I don't I
0: even talk about Simu at the minute. Uh, he's fucking great in this movie. Like...
1: Excellent, He's excellent man But
0: not even that he's just like Oh he's this strong stoic leading man He He's like a regular person Like mm. you know When he's going about his day And going to work and chatting with friends He feels like a genuine human being That actually exists And then
1: on I, top The of only issue The only issue I had with that character Was that he doesn't really learn I don't think his character or growth is that big because I think he's pretty well-rounded when we meet him. That he's kind of... He is running away from certain things mm. that he doesn't really want to face up to. But in terms of him as a person, I think he's very heroic. He's very he seems very nice. It he, he seems like he's his heart is in the right place no matter what. It's not like he's like, ah, fuck that. I'm not doing nothing. Yeah, I, like there,
0: he does kind of nearly drop out of it. Like, there, there's a bit of a chunk in the middle there where he's not really doing much. Um but I think that's yeah, fine and, and because I think, I think it, because it lets the other characters I mean, shine.
1: Yeah, and I think the Mandarin is the driving force behind all of this. Like he's technically the main character. I feel like Shang-Chi is the second character in his own film because I think the Mandarin is just so much more interesting that we're naturally drawn to miss, to to Tony. <laughs> we're like, Tony, what are you up to? What are you up to do? Oh like, god, I mean, Tony's he's back. Like, Tony's absolutely nailing every performance. So we're just like, oh, what's going on over here?
0: Yeah. Um, now, w- what I will say is that, uh, first of all, he, he uses the name Sean uh, as his yeah. alias. I'd hold that against him. I, I think he's the best Marvel character that's ever been created or will ever be created. But uh, <laughs> the, the what there's a nice, like, bit where you'll, like... He's, he's getting ready and he's getting dressed and then you see the big flashy expensive car pull up. And then someone gets yeah. out and throws the keys at him, which is my favourite yeah, bullshit thing that people do in <laughs> movies.
1: <laughs> also, before that, we see the, the little postcard that just has the dragon on it. Yeah. Um, and he just kind of looks at it But it's like a smoking gun He's going to leave that to the side We're going to move on So yeah we see, This is our first introduction to Aquafina um, I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly But she's excellent in this film um, As she is in most films She got more play so, than
0: I thought she would uh, From the trailers
1: I. It was interesting I think she's really good as She's, she's us, basically mm. Being like, this is fucking mad What the fuck is going on um, I do take it the third act. It it does get a bit weird that I think that her only two things was she could either die or she could like use a bow and Mr. arrow. arrow I thought she success. was gonna die. <laughs> like it,
0: yeah. So, mm. I was, no, sorry. Like it's a great performance, and they have very good chemistry together. Um, and what I like about this is that like they're just friends throughout the whole movie. They're yeah,
1: it's just. You can be friends.
0: Yeah, but like, but it's nice. Like, there's no fucking romantic subplot in this movie.
1: <clears throat> no, and I, I think it didn't need that. I think if that had happened, I would have been like, all right, fine. But I wasn't... I felt like their chemistry... It was good chemistry, but I didn't feel romantic chemistry. No, and I don't think They probably... No, I don't think we were meant to. So I think that was designed to do that. But I think as you said, the two of them when they're on screen, they are bouncing off each other so well because I just think they're two very talented human beings that they have this script and they just have that chemistry immediately that they can kind of the dialogue is just zigging, they're constantly just and you get the idea that they've been friends for years. Even though she tells us it's been 10 years. Um I, but you get the you get the sense that they didn't just meet on set. <laughs> it's yes. Just, oh, they're friends. Okay, friends cool. They know each other. Um <clears throat> So yeah, we, they're, they're chaperones and uh, then we have the next day where basically he goes to her house and her grandmother's there and there's just a big family thing. It's basically just to introduce the fact that he's like part of the family. Like he doesn't have any family so he's been kind of taken in by her family. Everyone knows him. They all chat to him like he's their son yeah. or, or their brother and or, or whatever. That's
0: a, and they all like him as well. Like, yeah. He's, he's built a rapport and, and with these people.
1: Yeah, and, and so then um, they go off, and they're going to have a day, and they go on a bus shot. And so the movie at this point is kind of like, it's introduced to everyone, it's getting through it. And then we have the bus scene, and this is really the point where I was like, oh shit, <laughs> what the fuck is going on? This
0: movie goes from zero to 50, like real. <laughs> Real suddenly And it's yeah. amazing Cause
1: Cause what happens is You have the bad guys I'm just gonna call them The bad guys Razor the and the lads uh, Razor fist and the lads He's not here yet So the first guys show up And they're like Give us your necklace Yeah And um, shang is like No I'm not gonna give you the necklace So then they start They go to like Punch him And he like Just dodges it And you get the impression He's just been hiding the fact That he's just A Super Fighter for all these years. Um, And Katie's like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah. And I I think,
0: doesn't she even say, like, you can't take this guy?
1: (laughs) Yeah. And so uh, the fight breaks out. He beats the three of them. And then we have. The man with no arm <laughs> just stands up and you're like, oh, shit. And I think actually a great part of this scene is the guy who's live streaming. <laughs> oh, hey, guys, um, I did um, a few classes of Kung Fu back in <laughs> high school, so I'm going to give a live reaction. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: very true. The, um, that, that, that lightens what would otherwise be a very tense scene yeah um
1: it's it's pretty good and it also takes that girl's laptop and he gets that chopped up because then the guy with no arm like produces a sword out of his out of his like metal arm razor fist the uh yeah razor fist it's a cool name for
0: fist um (laughs) and then like and it just keeps going because like he he i like how they're, they're very different fighting styles. So, and and look, as someone who did karate when I was a young boy, uh, yeah. no, Razor Fist is like, he's all about the Razor Fist and being a big, heavy, bulky <laughs> dude. But like...
1: Are you commentating for the UFC next month? Yeah, I am. <laughs> now, I, I don't want to say anything, but Razor Fist, he's all about that Razor this. Fist. I know he's after naming himself after it, and that's technically his whole thing, but I think he's going to use the Razor Fist in the next fight.
0: And look, if you... Are, if you have it, flaunt it, is what I say with your razor fists. But
1: <laughs> if you've got a razor fist, you show
0: it off. Don't be embarrassed. But Shang Chi is like he's dodging and he's flipping and he's fucking going around handrails and through windows and everything. Like Oh, he, it just looks oh, so good. It's i like it, it's very tough for me to for, like to talk about a fight scene because
1: Yeah, like I have it's it's one of those fight scenes and every fight scene in this like, even the next one on the building. Like, mm. I feel like anything we say cannot do it justice to how cool it is. Like, we can go, oh, that was really cool <laughs> when he did this and when he did this. But you just have to watch it. Like, it's it's one of those where everybody, all the men and women everyone who put the, the thing together, everyone who worked on the set so that the bus was all there and it was all set up. Like, it's all... Everybody's at their A game. Like, there's nobody that didn't, didn't bring it. And every shot is shot in a way that you know exactly what's going on. We don't have the take in tree scenario where it cuts to his face, then it cuts to a man flipping, then it cuts back to his face, and he's, like, all strenuous, like, oh, Jesus, what a big flip.
0: Yeah. And- <laughs> no,
1: like, it, it's all one take kind of thing.
0: Yeah, and it's all, like... It, it progresses like it ends with the bus like r- it builds yeah it builds and ends with the bus ripped in half and like th- them
1: fighting on top of the bus at one point and um, he's fighting on top he's outside the bus he's on top of the bus the bus breaks at half and then he's like you need to turn at, cert- at a certain point so we can get rid of him um, the, and
0: the, he's constantly the, go on. I was just going to say the stunt coordinator for this Brad Allen he actually passed away recently um, oh shit! Yeah, but looking at some of the other things that he worked on, uh, you have uh, Kingsman, uh, the Secret
1: Service. Ah, okay. So, okay, uh, but but this is like this is like that. Scott Pilgrim in as a well. Completely different. Very good, but this is like that. But like, it's like Kingsman, but Kingsman's like the English version. Of, this is like the Dragon Ball Z version. So he's, he's yeah. just like he has an idea, and then he did the Dragon Ball Z version of what cool fight scene would that this would be.
0: No, you're absolutely right there. Um, also, uh, Kickass. He also worked on
1: interesting. All pretty good. That's the American version of the of his fight style. Also um, uh, worked so yeah,
0: on a lot of Jackie Chan movies.
1: <laughs> that actually makes the most. Sense. It makes a lot of sense. Actually, that's said. the most useful bit of information
0: um, I've provided. <laughs>
1: Should've probably said that first. Okay, so so the whole bus scene happens. It's it's absolutely excellent. Um but what happens from it is that um you have uh Sean and he's like, They took my pendant. They've got it because um, razor fist he's not just he's not just broad he's got braids as well so he didn't just use his razor fist he uses his other fist normal fist his grabby it. fist and normal fi- <laughs> grabby fist and razor fist <laughs> <laughs> don't throw it to razor fist I can't catch the ball <laughs> throw it to grabby fist he's a southpaw <laughs> this is you commentating again yeah, yeah, yeah. this guy's a southpaw you gotta watch out for that left hook
0: and also for the razor fist <laughs>
1: But mostly the razor face, to be honest. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, he realises the necklace gets taken. And so he immediately knows, oh, shit, they're coming after me and my sister. Like, the two of, only the two of us have these necklaces. So he goes back to his apartment. Um, and you have K.E. being like, what the fuck is going on? You need to tell me. I have no idea why those guys are attacking you. Why do you now know how to fight? I, I don't know anything about this. Um and he basically explains. My sister sent me this postcard. It has her address on it. I need to go warn her. Yeah, that the guys are coming. They're, they're, the. Um, I think they're called the Ten Rings. They are the Ten Rings. Yeah, the Ten... Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. That's that's what the um, organization has always been called. Um, and as we'll find out later, it was used uh by certain people to achieve certain goals. But we'll talk about that when it comes yeah. up. Yeah.
1: Now, I think this is like the Marvel version of, I'm assuming, the League of Assassins with Rachel Gould. Yeah, at the, at the top. Uh, yeah, it's yeah.
0: yeah, it's like yeah, it's like the Ten Rings, and then I don't, do you know the hand from like the Daredevil. Yeah, so, yeah, it's all that kind of stuff. League of Assassins, and you also
1: have an immortal leader.
0: Mortal leader, that would <laughs> so, it actually
1: it's pretty cool. Um, Man, and, com- and a daughter who eventually takes over. What?
0: That's it's mad how comics are very <laughs> similar to each other, isn't it?
1: It's mad. Isn't it mad? <laughs> Let's talk about Thanos and Darkseid. <laughs> um, so, um, he's like, okay, we got to get a plane. She, Katie's like, I'm coming with you. He's like, no. She's like, I'm coming with you. End the scene. She's, she's with him. She's there and now. in that scene... I like the bit where he's just expositing to her, but it makes sense. Like, he's he's filling her in and he's filling us in to how when his parents or when his mother died, his father basically trained him from when he was seven to be, like, this ultimate killing machine.
0: Yeah. And, yeah, once his mother died, his father just, he became the Mandarin again, basically. Like, he just became the warlord. He put the rings back on.
1: Now, there's a great scene later on oh, so about good. the... Yeah, like later... I think the first flashbacks are just like a taster. Yeah. And then the next set of flashbacks, I think, are excellent. Um, and they go back. In terms of the mother bit, and in terms oh, of the bit in the bar. Such a... Just amazing. It's so good. Um, so, he turns up to uh, this big skyscraper. That's the address that's on the, the postcard. Big skyscraper. Like, sister's in there. Big skyscraper. And he's, he's like that is, that's where my sister is. So they go up in the elevator, the guy's like, you just sign in. So he signs his name and then Ronnie Chang turns like, <laughs> up and I'm like, I'm like, the Daily Show is Ronnie Chang. He's here. He's great in this, man. Because like- <laughs> I remember he first came on screen and he started talking and I was like, I know him, but my brain didn't put together how I knew him.
0: Because <laughs> he looks quite different in the movie. Like, he has, yeah, he he's mi- got bright
1: pink hair. He has he?
0: millennial hair. <laughs> yeah.
1: um, and he basically explains, big fight club here. Um, this uh, Sean is after just signing his name to be a fighter yeah. there. Um and he's like, we got this underground fight club. This is where you come to fight. And he looks in the cage, and this is the bit we see in the trailer shot because we've got Mister Wong, and he's against your favorite creature and everyone else's abomination, abomination.
0: And they're just they're just having a little a little spar with each other. And it's confirmed that it, like because uh, he calls Wong calls him Blonsky, which is. The name of the man who... Tim Roth? Tim Roth, yeah, Emil Blonsky. Uh, mm-hmm. Became Abomination, so we know it's definitely him. And what I like about this is, it turns out that Wong and the Abomination have a bit of a racket going. Are, they're, they're friends! They're friends! They're, they're bestos! Wong <laughs> fucking uses the, the sling ring and just breaks into the raft and lets Abomination out to do fights with him. That's
1: wild. <laughs> That's a whole other movie. Do you think in Doctor Strange uh, or no in um, the Spider-Man movie, like when we see Wong leaving? Like, I like the idea that he's constantly just doing batshit stories that we never see, oh, I, like oh, in I a would Booster goal that. situation. Yeah,
0: what? Like it's it's like Wong r- 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 place, Wong time, or something like that. That's what I would call it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and it'll always be like no they'll have to call it like um there's an episode of Justice League Unlimited called The Greatest Story Never Told which is basically one of those where Booster Gold is put on crowd duty where like the Justice League are all fighting a big monster and he saves the oh, world because yeah, yeah. like and it could be one of those where the Avengers like, stay here, Wong. I've got this. You do nothing. And he, like, eventually saves everyone. So, yeah, Wong is there with Abomination. That's our first. I was like, I've got Ronnie Cheng and I've got Wong. I'm all in. <laughs> um, and so then uh, he's like, right, you're in the main event. You're against our champion. Um, take off your shirt because it's a Marvel movie we've got the lead he's worked out a lot we need to see the shirtless we scene. spent a lot
0: of money on personal trainers boys <laughs> yes
1: Um, and his the person who he's against is his sister Sean what no family Xiu-Ling, family fighting she, so Zhao Ling comes out and he's like holy shit I'm here to talk to you and she just begins to kick the shit out of him
0: because he just up and left one day <laughs>
1: And I like the fact that this fight is, like, he's never on the... Like, he never tries to attack. He's just, like, dodging, trying to talk to her, like, no, no, seriously, (laughs) I'm here to help. But
0: she's just, like, the unstoppable force, and it's just like, no, I want to hurt you.
1: (laughs) Now, the bit at the end was fun, because for this whole thing I was just like well why is he like really she should be the lead character she's able to beat him in a fight (laughs) like and then at the end they do the thing I think they realise that as well so at the very end he like dodges and he has a moment where he could punch her in the face and he stops and he's just like I'm here to talk to you what the fuck are you doing we're not fighting right now and then she and then she drops and she's like okay cool Uh, You got the upper hand. And then just as she's walking away, (laughs) she remembers and we have a great flashback. And it's something very small, but it's him basically saying, oh, I'll be back in three days. I won't leave you here. Like we're together. Our father's a maniac now. Our mother's dead. I'm not going to leave you here with these assassins. And of course, he never came back. Yeah, he fucking left
0: her there with all the assassins.
1: So it comes back to the present time and she just absolutely knocks his shit out. (laughs)
0: Just, and, and I like as well, because the very next scene is Shang-Chi with like an ice pack on his head. Yeah. And Aquafina comes in, uh, Katie, and she just says to uh, the sisters like, you were great, by the way.
1: And she's like counting all the money. And he's like, did you bet against me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I
0: did. I one big. He's not even mad either.
1: No, he's like, that makes sense. Um, so yeah, then he's basically explaining... Um, you send me this postcard, they've taken my pendant, they're coming for yours. And she's like, I never sent you any postcard, what the fuck are you talking about? And that's when the ten rings show up, and uh, you have the Mandarin there, and he's basically, well, you don't have the Mandarin yet, but he sends all the goons in, and we have, very similar to the bus scene, Sean, just a spectacular action set piece.
0: Yeah, it's a a spectacle of a fight, because... Um, all of our main heroes all end up on scaffolding outside of the building. On, yeah. Like this, what, 40-story skyscraper or whatever it is. So all of our main characters end up on outside of the building, on scaffolding, and trying to get away from assassins while also trying not to fall to their deaths.
1: Yeah, and you have this great bit where, like, Shang-Chi is like trying to run away But then he realises Katie's in trouble So then I think that's my favourite bit Where he just starts fucking He just goes ham, just starts flipping through shit To get down yeah. the levels to save
0: her He is booking it Towards her Because yeah. she's fallen over on like I think it's bamboo or something like that And She
1: She does fall As well which... But then um, Yeah but then the sister job Comes in and saves her yeah and it's just like okay and then she joins the fight and you have like the two of them fighting with each other and they're and they're basically trying to fight off like 40 assassins all at once at the side of this building um and then eventually the pendant gets stolen by i don't i didn't get the head what is that lead assassin like a really cool dealer
0: i think that's a thing for the film Um, Is a debt dealer is that what is that what his name is I think that's what it is. sec, Let me just double check on that. Because this is a question that we had um, in the trailers. Um, that, like, who who is this person? It's, yeah, it's just, it's the, like, chief assassin. Uh, a high-ranking warrior of the Ten Rings. Um, in Which, by
1: of- the way, he's literally a smoking gun by himself. He's a Chekhov's gun to raise the stakes at the very end yeah, in the big oh, fight
0: scene. Because he's set up as the absolute best of the ten rings. Yeah, like. and it's so
1: really small. Just like, but then, actually, um, Sean defeats him, or he is about to defeat him. And, he, and then you see like Sean gets the upper hand, he's about to win, and then he just gets fucked across the room. And we've got, all oh, Dad's here. And he's way more powerful than everybody that's ever been here. So this is the bit where I got confused, Sean.
0: Oh, and and why why would that be,
1: Connor? I have some plot questions that I'm intrigued by. Oh, no. Why did the father send assassins after his son and daughter when he wanted them alive back at the house so he could explain that their mother is still alive?
0: So... Hmm... (laughs) Okay, he does say this. Um, Tony Lung shows up and is like, "I told my men they couldn't kill you. I'm so but glad I was right."
1: But why? Because <laughs> he's if, if if
0: if if look maybe maybe he they were like maybe he told him like look nearly kill him but don't you know? Well, then
1: what was this? Where there's no stakes for any of the fight scenes that are all excellent so far.
0: <laughs> but like. I guess maybe it was just a test because he hadn't seen well he'd been keeping tabs on him I guess but he hadn't like seen them fight in 10 years.
1: Yeah, I so that was like, like, like when it happened I was like that's weird. <laughs> but okay. Really? But I what suppose. I do like is
0: once he shows up like they stop fighting because they're like yeah. well, look we can't win. Like we're not going to be able to beat him.
1: <laughs> and they just cuz they're they're scared of him because they're like well he's undefeatable, like nobody's been able to beat him, um, and so they both, they all get taken back to his. Um, I was going to say lair. Would you describe it as a lair? Compound, compound's actually a better word. So they all go back to the compound, and he uh, sits them all down, and they all have a dinner together, which is, it's it's a very good bit because it basically explains like what happened and that he was so in love. That he loved their mother so much, and he's and it's at this point you're like, you know what? Maybe he's not that bad a guy. I don't, I don't know what's going on. Yeah,
0: you start feeling like, oh, like, and, and you know, we, we've said it before: a villain you can relate to is always a good one. So you're like, okay, maybe it's just like the pain of loss and all this. Yeah, like, that's why he tortured his, his children for years
1: <laughs> and sent those assassins after them and raised her fist. That's why he said razor fist after oh. them. Because he loves them.
0: He wasn't always a razor fist, Connor.
1: <laughs> he was a razor hugger. That's what he was.
0: That's it. That's what he was. Um, and Katie is at this dinner table as well. Yeah. And he's like, C- come on, speak your mind. What's going on here? Um, and he basically says, look, I'm, I have been called... The Mandarin, a name which some I was American called
1: by America. Yes, are you American? He's like, oh, you're from America. Oh, I think there was some people that tried to in um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, not intimidate. It impersonate, <laughs> impersonate, yeah. impersonate me from America. Um, I think he calls them like a terrorist group.
0: Yeah, he says an American terrorist tried to use my name and my reputation to instill fear. And that didn't end well.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I, I look. How do you feel about Marvel rewriting a thing that happened, like when Iron Man Three came out, two thousand thirteen?
0: I I I I really hated that twist. So I'm 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 glad okay. it's like established now. You know, I
1: yeah I like the idea that he was constantly there. Like, what are they talking about? Like, are he kind of got news that they're trying to um, imitate, him, but he's just kind of like. Wow, that's funny, because <laughs> I'm really powerful. Who the fuck are they? <laughs> that's the thing. But the thing with
0: that, like, the the Mandarin that we got in Iron Man 3, the trailers for it, it was quite different from, like, comic book Mandarin, but it seemed like a route they could have gone down in the Marvel Cinematic yeah. Universe. But, that, like, what we got, I, oh, it's just... It overstayed its welcome in that movie, and let's see if anything similar happens in this
1: movie. Oh no! <laughs> no, I want to know your thoughts. <laughs> um, <laughs> so he basically explains the big plot is that he's like, lads, everyone, everyone, lean in, right, guys? Yeah. Think about okay. this. Damn. Your mother, tell me about. Is still fucking alive, and I know that Ooh. sounds mad, but she's behind the gate in Tallow, and they're keeping her prisoner there. Right. So I'm gonna break into Tallow break her out we're going to be a family again it's fucking yeah. simples
0: the maze only opens up every few years and that's tomorrow
1: and I needed I think no he says three days three so days I, I, if it was tomorrow that'd be too cliche so it's <laughs> 72 hours away um, so he gets the two pendants and they go into this other room and he puts the pendants into uh, the dragon's eyes and what happens is a lot of slow motion water appears that's really visually appealing, but I I don't know what's going on, but I think it looks cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a very inefficient
0: way of communicating any information. But... Very,
1: very over the top. But then the water forms the forest and you see the line that they'd have to go through to get through the maze to get to Talo.
0: When I was watching that, I was like, okay, now someone take a picture of it.
1: Yeah, because he immediately says, and now I know the exact route. And I was like, you've seen that map once. You've
0: seen that map <laughs> once up- and... Which direction are you meant to face when you look at it?
1: And there's nobody, like, when you, there's not one bit of that that's going to be like, turn left in 400 metres. Nothing. No. He's just after seen it once and he's like, yeah, remember that now, show it off.
0: <laughs> but, like, yeah, there's no you are here in the water. A big <laughs> yeah. arrow, perhaps.
1: You wanted it to appear like a, in a big sign. Like a big rectangular if glass If dragon pen.
0: had to just, like, spit out a, a sat nav, like, that's, I think, yeah. what would have been much better. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and so he sees the map now he knows and what happens is Sean's like this is fucked up mam's dead what are you talking about this is all wrong so immediately they all get thrown in jail because he's just like you're going to be stay, staying in that cage until if you don't agree with me then you're going to stay in that cage because we're going to go kill everyone in Talo because they all have your mother
0: yeah and his logic is like um, that they never liked him they never trusted him they never and, let him in, yeah, and she was being punished because of that,
1: uh, yeah, and so they all get thrown into the into the jail, and in the jail shot they they go on a bit of a a bit of a search, and when I first started hearing noises, mm. I should say or singing or anything of the manner or, um or screaming, I think it is at the start, uh what happened was I said no, they wouldn't. Because I immediately knew who it was. Oh, and then yeah. I thought, and then I thought, no, they wouldn't do that. They That's wouldn't have the balls. Too over the top. <laughs> they wouldn't do that. So we walk in and Oscar winner Ben Kingsley is sitting there as Trevor Slattery. And he's back after his uh, eight-month layoff. He's back in the big screen. Sean, what were your thoughts on Trevor's return?
0: Uh, oh, like, I okay. At first, I was like, "Oh, okay, this is this is a, a cool nod, I guess." Then I, I was hope he like, doesn't oh. stick around. <laughs> oh, and he's he's coming along on the journey. Ger- oh, oh, okay. Uh, <laughs>
1: what do you think of Morris?
0: Morris is Morris is fine. Um, yeah. Morris is like like not every series needs a baby Yoda type character, uh, but Morris is fine. Um, the thing about it is that. Like when we last saw Trevor Slattery, the Ten Rings broke him out of prison um, mm. with like a gun to his head. He was in the one shot called All Hail the King. And he was like, Oh, our boss would like to talk to you. And then it turns out that Trevor Slattery got brought to Tony Lung and he just kind of became his like court jester type dude. Like he yeah, just so didn't like bet for him, him every so often.
1: He was gonna kill him, but then he said he went into um, his a bit of Macbeth, and he impressed him so much that he was just like, "Okay, I'm gonna keep you alive, but you have to entertain the troops once a week."
0: Yeah, you have to you have to perform for them. And Trevor was like, "I I just don't understand that character. Like, no, like he's in he's a fucking outlier against every other person in that universe." <laughs>
1: He's very strange. It's kind of like they've created him, and now they are like, "Fuck it, we're just gonna use him in whatever way we can." But he, like, he, 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 he can't Like, he's he's functionally
0: immortal in that universe. Because how do you kill that character?
1: No, it's too sad. You couldn't kill him. He's too loved. That's the th- he's
0: pitiable. He's pitiable. I think. Um, I I would. Oh, Deadpool's entry into the MCU I want him to fly out of a Doctor Strange portal and land on Trevor Slattery and kill him kill him I want him to
1: land and go you look like Gandhi (laughs) (laughs) what's going on Um, so yeah Trevor's there and he's like right we need to get out Um, and what happens is uh, Zhao Ling she gets them all out she's like I built these tunnels well I didn't build them but I knew they were all there and you're thinking they're trapped in that cage And immediately they get out It's not even a plot point They're just immediately out the next step And they steal Razor Fist's car Which he has Razor Fist painted on the side And Do you you think he painted it himself? He put on his paint fist Yeah Or his brush fist (laughs) Painty fist (laughs) (laughs) Do you think he has a fist for (laughs) everything? I
0: think it's like a Swiss army knife That he like changes them out
1: (laughs) <laughs> hug fist Oh, <Aww. laughs> nobody wants to hug me fist, um, fist. <laughs> um, so they break out and there's a bit of an action scene there but it's not much um, they, they break out and they get to the forest and you're thinking okay well they have Morris and Morris is like you have a 19% chance of surviving this but what can you do so there's a great bit of monologue though with Trevor that he's like um, he, he got into acting with the planet of the apes and then the bit is he's like <laughs> that how was did they train good. those apes
0: <laughs> and my, my, my mother said no they didn't it's just acting
1: <laughs> and, and I love the bit where he's like and I felt if those apes could be trained to act <laughs> I could do that <laughs>
0: He's, that's a funny bit I will say that is funny he's a fucking moron though
1: <laughs> yeah but I think that's the point um, so then he's like okay Morris says it could be three days could be five days could be two months we don't know and then very quickly after he's like Morris says go so yeah they go into the forest and there's a big thing where like are we gonna get through are we not they get through the forest and the maze just about and um, they get to Talo. and as they're driving through though, Sean there is another line that made me giggle. Um, it's when um, they get through and they see like Nine Tails, who is that's definitely Nine Tails on the Rock.
0: It's a Nine Tailed Fox from Chinese mythology. To be fair, ah, uh, good
1: stuff. Um, and then they walk through and one of the weird looking animals looks up and Trevor says that's that's a weird horse is what he says <laughs> <laughs> it's just such a stupid line
0: <laughs> I, like I can't believe they brought that character to this sacred fucking like to <laughs> talo Oh, they are on Trevor Slattery. Football hooligan Trevor Slattery went to Talo.
1: Oogie, oogie, oogie. Oi, oi, oi. He's the man for it. Um, and so they get there and they meet their aunt. And mm. she's like, I'm so glad that you've come home. Oh, my God. Um, and she's just delighted to see them because, of course, like, she's never met them before.
0: Yeah, but she knew... Uh, like they're her sister's children, and she was gonna Ye- look Ye-Nan, after.
1: nan, by the way, is their yes,
0: act. and the whole village kind of just like takes them in. There was a bit of tension at the start, but then they were accepted with open arms.
1: And so then even we Trevor, have a bit of go up, even for, even for Trevor. Even Trevor was let in for some reason. How could you not? Trevor's a nice man. That's a weird looking horse. Um, so um, we have a bit of exposition about the history of Talos um, from their point of view, and they very kindly build a lot of statues for every single step of the story, which really helps us out in the explaining of it all. Um, so what happens is you've got these evil dwellers uh, that they're dweller, dweller dar- in dwellers in darkness. I think dwellers they're called in darkness, um, and. They are basically just weird monsters and they they were going around killing all these villages and they eventually, using a dragon, with the help of a dragon, the people of Talo and all the warriors from all around put all of the monsters behind this gate that's just there in Talo.
0: Can I say, until we see a person in front of the gate, that gate looked very small and I was just like, oh be some kind of magic gate and it is a magic gate but i thought it would like grow big <laughs>
1: <laughs> and so like, it's all covered in dragon stone so it's like it's visually cool because it's kind of like dark red and so it's all there they're like they're all trapped behind it and then she says so I'm really interested in that the monster behind the gate has been talking to people for centuries or like bad people and he mm. basically tells them that their most their biggest desire something they want most in the world is behind the gate to bring people there to basically break the monsters out so the monster is like the, the clown from it trying to get the kid <laughs> into the sewer pretty much yeah
0: like and <laughs> the it, it and then it's like oh okay so the mandarin's biggest desire was to have the love of his life back
1: which adds another layer of he's not that bad he's just but kind of miss he's, he's just pretty
0: bad pretty bad he's, he's
1: bad. He's pretty bad in terms of as a man, but also his biggest desire is literally to have his dead wife back. So you're kind of like, ah, okay. You get, okay, so, you
0: get one mulligan. Uh, uh, one
1: that, mulligan for the genocides.
0: <laughs> one. <laughs> but like, he just seems like a desperate man at that point. And,
1: and it also, she explains it that, that of course the dweller has now come to him because he's he's the owner of the Ten Rings. So... The dweller's idea is well, if I can get him to open it and I take his soul, I'll be like the most powerful being. Then he'll be even more powerful.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, after after that, after that, that whole story gets it. Then is it the bit where um, Katie and Sean have the discussion about? Sean's mother. Uh,
1: no, they have the training scene first.
0: Training so scene, excuse me.
1: They they train to prepare for battle basically because they know he's coming to Tallow. Um, and the mm. idea is that that like okay, he's coming here, we know he's gonna try and break down the gate, we're gonna figure out a way to stop him, so they get all their armies ready to go. And you see Katie training with the bowed arrow. Um but you see like You see Ling. she's training, and then you also have Sean, he's over there, and he's training with his aunt. And it's a really cool scene where, like, she's basically teaching him how to do it. Because he says, my mother was the only one that could defeat him. I need to learn what she knew. do. And you have a cool bit where she's like, you're both your parents. So you're like, you're him and you're her. So you need to combine the two of them to defeat him.
0: That's it. Yeah, it's not a question of just ignoring, like... The, the mandarin side of you it's like no, just, it, it, it's all yours now you can do what you want with it you don't have to be beholden yeah. to either of them really
1: um, and i like the i like the bit where they're like fighting but she's like walking him through it like moving his hands and the, i mean the easiest and best visualization of that is like at the start he has a fist and the first thing she does is just release the fist to be like an open palm.
0: yeah it's not about violence or aggression. It's just about moving and just you know turning it back on him, essentially.
1: Yeah, um, and so we then have the flashback to see how his mother died. Um, and yeah, do you want to explain what happens here? So
0: basically, the the um Tony Lung has put down the 10. I keep calling him Tony Lung, but has put down the ten rings, and then an opposing group uh, or it's a group of people who he had wronged in the past essentially come up and are like we gotta, we gotta take revenge we got something, we got a job to do and um, Shang-Chi's mother just like tells him go inside, you'll be okay and she faces these dudes on her own and
1: and she has no powers as well.
0: No, yeah she has, she's just very good at kung fu at this point there's no mystical element to it um and then it cuts away which i feel did you feel like there was that was filmed that there was a fight sequence there
1: maybe maybe a tiny bit of it maybe the first like minute mm. but i i don't think maybe they filmed all i i think it it just hits better if you don't see what happens like I just like the idea that, like, they all walk in, they go to fight, and then we cut back and you see her on the ground, like, dead, but we see everybody else dead. So, like, yeah. she mowed through as many of them that she could, and maybe only two of them survived, but they got the killing blow and they got out of her.
0: Yeah, and then, and then um, the Shang-Chi's father comes home and sees this.
1: And he has like a little shopping bag (laughs) and he's like he's see a man going to do the shopping and he's just like I got the carrots oh shit oh Oh, no oh Um, god and so you see him put the rings back on as a revenge mission to be like okay well I'm going to sort this out
0: yeah and he's 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 like he he's broken at that point like he's just he's a man on the edge
1: And so the I think an amazing scene. First of all, the scene with the mother is really great because when all the guys walk in and she goes fighting, stands you're like she's probably going to take them. There's only five of them, and then like another 40 all walk into the gate. You're like she can't take all of them by herself with no powers.
0: But she got Um, most of them,
1: (laughs) and and she knows herself that she can't. So she knows she's about to die. So she just sends her kid away to be like, don't look, don't look at this. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna try and defend our family. Um, Which is very heroic and then you have the bit where he walks through like very John Wick in that he like walks through and he's just pure revenge like he's yeah. just like he looks at and my favorite bit is he looks at Sean and he's like are they the guys and Sean's like yeah they're the guys. Because he brings the kid with him. And then he just fucking mows through them. And there's the bit where the camera's doing 360. And it cuts to like the mirror on the far side. There's just bodies flying everywhere. And you just see like. You see the fight front head. Then it cuts to the reflection of the fight. It's just really well shot.
0: And you see like young Shang-Chi watching it as well.
1: Watching all of this happen. Yeah. As, as the Mandarin just mows through these regular people.
0: Yeah. And he's presumably has never seen his father like this.
1: Um, and, no and he hasn't because he gave it up
0: yeah and so it's after this that his training properly starts Like when you he, see
1: him punching the log and like he's constantly trying to just impress his dad all yeah, the time
0: that's it and he's like and he's, he's punching it until the point that he bleeds and he hurts himself and his dad is like no we we, we don't we don't damage ourselves unnecessarily, or something like that. But he—he he is teaching them lessons as well. It's nearly a wholesome moment until you realize he's making him into an assassin.
1: It's the plot of Damian Wayne. <laughs> Not to we go DC on it, but I was like, "That's that's what happens." Like you got the you got an assassin group, and then you got this young kid that's just training from a very young age to be the ultimate killer, the best assassin. Um, yeah, and so, and also, I think the the most heartbreaking bit is when he's like, stay away from that, come away for the night, we'll rest, and they have a chat, and then the, you see um Shang-Chi goes back to the log, and he's like, really tired, and he's still just punching it, and he's got like, no energy left, and he's yeah. like, he just wants to impress his dad, because that's all he has left in the world, like, he's just a kid, who's just being told, okay, we're just going to train you, and he's like, well, my dad wouldn't... Lead me down the wrong path. Okay, yeah, I'm just gonna do what he, he says. He knows what's best. Yeah, he wants what's best for me, um, and so then you have the bit where he gets sent to kill some somebody, and this is, he then tells Katie that he was sent to kill somebody, and where the fellow was, he never came back, but he actually went through with the kill. Yeah. Um, and we didn't notice at first. Now, Sean, I have something that should have happened. I have. A major thing that would have been a cool plot point, but I don't think the movie would have come back from.
0: Okay, I love it. Give me it.
1: Okay. First of all, I thought this was going to be the twist. Didn't happen. So, Shang-Chi gets sent away ten years ago to kill somebody in America, or whatever. Yeah. At the very start of this film, when he goes to visit Katie, her granny is there. And she says she still puts whiskey on Granddad's grave, like, every day. Or every second day. Oh Might my my here he was. shang turns up. Kills the granddad. The granddad was involved in that mother's death. Right? Then moved to right. America. He was one of the gang members. And then he moved away. So he kills the granddad. He feels such guilt that he becomes Katie's friend ten years ago. And just tries to stick around with the family to watch over them. Good God. I genuinely thought that's where it was going, and I was like, "That's the most obvious twist," and then never lot of it happened. And I went, "All right,
0: <laughs> all right, fair enough." No, you're you're right. It is very good. It's quite similar to Bucky killing Tony Stark's parents.
1: Copy it. Copy other plotlines. Nobody Just cares. Through the end of this film is a bunch of nameless monsters attacking things.
0: Yeah, but they're... Lit- no, but they're literally like demons this time, Connor. Yeah,
1: but you have to kill the main monster then they all fall.
0: <laughs> That's true. That's true, but... <laughs> It's demon. We've never seen demons before. <laughs>
1: oh, for God's sake! What what? What are the ones in the Avengers then? What would you call them? Chatteries.
0: They're aliens. Oh, for God's sake! Get that seems together, nitpicky.
1: Man. That seems nitpicky. I just thought Sean should have went through with the kill, killed her granddad, and then become Katie's friend because he felt so bad.
0: He felt guilty. Uh, I mean, I guess. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense when you lay it out. Like all the seeds of it are there
1: and but also it would have made no sense cuz Katie would never talk to him again. <laughs> like, no, absolutely.
0: You. But Katie, like um, to her credit like Katie is says to him like you were a, like a 14-year-old kid who'd been trained to kill. Like that wasn't that's not on you. That's not your yeah. fault.
1: And um, and he also then has the moment where he's just like I got to kill my dad. And that's the first bit where he's just like oh shit, I actually have to kill my dad.
0: Yeah. And we'll see how that goes. <laughs>
1: So, dad turns up. Tony's yeah. here. Tony's not happy. Tony's here. <laughs> Class. Tony's here. We're, we all think Tony's a nice guy. Tony shows up. He's in Talo, ta, ta and he's not happy, Sean. He wants to get to the gate. So, he shows up with fucking Razor Fist in the back. And he's like, Razor Fist, we're going to go it. And so, he's like, I'm getting to the gate. All the Talo people are like, you're not going near that fucking gate, right? You're going to mm. have to go through us. And you have a big fight scene that's all just, like, proper CGI fight, just interacting, that they're all just kicking the shit out of each other. Um, the Mandarin walks straight through, uh, Zhu Wenwu, and uh, he's like, I'm not having an eye this, I'm going straight to the gate, fuck all y'all. Shang-Chi sees this, runs after him. Um, the yeah. sister is also there kicking the shit out of people, just like, she has her little, um, what would you even call that?
0: It's like a chain flail. It's very like um have you have you seen Kill Bill?
1: I thought of Lucy Lou in Kill Bill. It's not Lucy Lou has oh, no! The sorry, chain not Lucy Lou, though. sorry. Um yeah, the chain with the, the big fight scene with that, all I kept thinking was, oh shit, it's the same.
0: <laughs> it's the same, it's the exact same, but it's made of
1: dragon scales this time. Uh, yeah, and it just looks cool. I just think any sort of fight scene with that weapon is just immediately cooler. Cause and she's great with that, just that like weapon as well. just like distance.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And they also have dragon scale, like, uh, fight suits kind of thing. Uh, uniforms? What are they called? Yeah uniforms
1: Also um, Shang-Chi was given the uniform And so was the sister um, They they were given like their own special uniforms Which is just look nice They're, they're made they of dragon nice.
0: skills And they fit perfectly
1: Yeah of course they do And their mother gave it to them As a present um, so, She died years ago <laughs> So Shang-Chi chases after his dad And he's like Here hold up We're going to have to fight You're not getting to that gate and they have a fight scene that's pretty great because, like when we were still there, he's like, "You're still scared of me." You just yeah. you, can, you can say you're not, but I know you are. And but when we by this point has
0: punched cracks in the door and like things are starting to fly out of it.
1: No, this is just before that.
0: When's this? They're they're just, oh sorry sorry um, sorry sorry. Just sorry, in the sorry, building,
1: and yes. so they're yeah. fighting there, and you then have like Shang Chi starts getting the upper hand, and he's like, "We needed a dad." you weren't there. You were just on a revenge mission, you fucking dickhead. Like, we needed you to just step up and stop thinking about yourself and being like, I'm going to fucking avenge all these murders. You should yeah. have just looked after the children that you had. Um, and Wenwu doesn't like this, because he's, he's still on kill mode. So still on rampage. He, he's still on rampage. So he puts his arm straight, basically, into his chest and fucks him into the into the lake. And he's like, fuck off. I'm going straight to the gate. Get out my way. So Shang Chi's in the water. You're taking. He's dead. Sean. There's no yeah. way back. <laughs> um, no,
0: and in his origin movie and
1: everything. I know. Oh, how no. could who could have predicted it? <laughs> and then Katie stands up. And she's <laughs> like, I know kung fu. I've done three days training.
0: Yeah, and look, she has lethal accuracy with a bow, To be fair,
1: that's a bit weird. We're not going to get into that. It's fine, <laughs> right?
0: It's fine. They're very good teachers.
1: Um. So yeah, his his dad fucks him up, and the dad goes to the gate. Um, Shang Chi is in the water, and then you see him. He wakes the dragon shard in the water.
0: Yeah, which isn't. It, it's not Fing Fang Foom. It turns out it's a different dragon. I thought it was. I thought it was because he's a named dragon in Marvel. Mm. <laughs> um, yes, but I don't know what this this dragon has a name. and he's the Great Protector or something like that. Uh,
1: Not really a name, more of a more a title,
0: more of a role, correct? Mm. Um, but it's it's basically it's the good it's it's the good dragon. Um, it's the good
1: dragon against the bad dragon. It's the
0: bad dragon, but it looks class. Like, <laughs> it looks cool. <laughs> How wild is it that there's just a dragon now?
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. Like, I, when that happened, I was like, "That's just it's after happening." It's
0: just that I'm watching it. Like this exists in the same universe as. Black you know, Widow Black, Yeah the very same um, Actually yeah. one of the Black Widows was in the Fight Club
1: Yes that's cool And she actually appears in Black Widow the film
0: Yeah which was just a nice little nod And there's someone with Extremis as well from Iron Man 3
1: Oh very good Yeah that's pretty yeah. cool um, So yeah the, the dragon wakes up And this coincides with the fact that the father breaks through the gate and you have all these little monsters coming out, all the little minions, all the Chitauri. Um, They first come through the portal. The Chitauri come through the portal first. And (laughs) what happens is they start kicking the shit out of people. Um, We see the the lead assassin who are like, he's a badass. He's going to fuck people up. His soul gets taken immediately (laughs) and he gets killed. And you're just like, oh, oh, (laughs) all
0: right. this This
1: dude means business. And also Razor Fist is like I'm not helping ye Fuck off We're not making any truces or alliances I'm doing all this with the old Razor Fist Then he uses Razor Fist on, And Razor Fist is not effective No
0: Doesn't do anything The Razor Fist is useless here
1: (laughs) So he, you need dragon. Is it dragon stone or dragon glass made weapons? Dragon scales, I think. Dragon scale made weapons. So, um, yeah. Then the idea is to give. Did it give Razor Fist a dragon scale sword? I think they do.
0: Yeah, and he doesn't he attach it onto his arm. He attaches it onto his arm. Of course yeah. he does. Because they, so now he's sword fist. He's not called Spoon Fist. He's called Razor Fist. He's called Razor Fist, of course. And so yeah, the, all of the basically. The ten rings that are there. See all this bad shit happening, and are like, "Okay, we'll switch sides immediately."
1: Because there's no point in us fighting each other if there's a bunch of fucking weird demons going around.
0: Yeah, we've all, we we can all agree that weird demons are the one, the real they're, enemy.
1: They're not great. So they all um, then there's a, another fight scene going on where the demons are getting through. And um, you see when Wu he's still punching the the scales. And he's just like, I'm coming for you. Stay in there. I've got it. I'm coming for you. I'm coming for you. Um, Shang- Shang-Chi turns up. He gets off the dragon. He's like, Dad, she's not in there. Okay, just for God's sake, come on. Just think about it for five seconds. Of course she's not in there. There's a bunch of demons in there. They just flew out. Did you not see them? Look at the demons. Look, <laughs> at look the behind demons. you. Just do a fucking 180. Have a fucking glance. That's fucked. <laughs> it's not <that's laughs> fucked. <laughs> um,
0: Razor so believes us.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Razor fist is pissing himself over there. <laughs> um, so they have another fight scene. And in this fight scene, we see Shang-Chi use his mother's techniques... And by that I mean you have a really cool scene where he has five of the rings and it's yellow, and his father has five rings and it's blue, and it's just easier to differentiate between them because it's kind yes. of gray. A lot of it's gray, so they're they're fighting. It's very colorful, very CGI. It's it's fun.
0: It is, it is, and eventually, like Shang Chi drops the rings.
1: Yeah, because and- he does because he, he takes control of all ten of them. At one yeah. point and he's like he's making them into this like I was gonna say a rocket missile like energy orb. A,
0: a kamehameha, if you will. <laughs>
1: of course. And he's about to like throw it at his father to kill him, and then he just backs over, just fucks the rings on the floor, is like Dad, she's not in there. Just is for it? God's sake, come on. I really and don't wanna you, do this. You think he's gotten true? And like um when it was like, oh, Okay, maybe she's not. And then you hear her, he hears her voice again. And yeah. she's like, I'm I'm nearly out. Come on. Just one or two more punches, I'm going to be out. And he basically goes back on what he just said. He eventually does the one final thing. The whole scales come down. We've got the big demon who comes through. Razor Fist is now called Pissy Fist. And he's <laughs> shitting himself. <laughs> um, and so this big demon comes through. And the first thing it does... Is it kills old Tony? Tony does not last, and the last thing he does is he gives the rings off to Shang Chi.
0: Yeah, he gives the rings to Shang Chi, and now they're the yellow rings, uh, like Sonic. And his soul gets absorbed by the 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 what's the name of it? The big dragon, evil dragon.
1: Oh, Dweller the Dweller in Darkness. Got, the the Dweller in Darkness. Yeah
0: excellent yeah so now it's even more powerful Uh, yeah
1: it's now got the most powerful person on the planet their soul so it's pretty powerful um and so and then you all see all the little demons like popping souls into it like they take the souls and they bring it back to the big one and they just keep giving the souls back to that so what happens then is trevor is by the way pretending at this point uh he's doing a, a performance Uh, A bit bit of acting, (laughs) pretending to be dead. Um, And so you have uh, Shang-Chi and uh, his sister um, and Zhao Lig. And so the two of them have this really great scene where they're on the dragon working together. And she nearly falls off at one point. The dragon's getting attacked and he's like, I'm not leaving you again. She's like, let go of me and save the universe. He's like, no, I'd rather save you and die together to not leave you again. I'm not leaving you. Which is like a really heroic moment that you're like, oh, Shang-Chi's a nice man.
0: He's a nice man. Probably saved the universe, though. Like, come on.
1: Just Just in all honesty. I know.
0: I know if she was like, (laughs) that's fine. Now's not the time to
1: learn that lesson. (laughs) I think, let her go. Give a shout. Raise her fist. Catch her. (laughs) Catchy fist. (laughs) Catchy fist. Go, go, catchy fist. But yeah, the thing is
0: that. If the dweller in darkness absorbs the great protector dragon there there's just no stopping it at that point, yeah, basically. It's, it's game
1: over um and so eventually, what happens is Katie gets a big a bow arrow and she's there with her teacher, and he gets taken, and you're like, "Oh shit, it's down to Katie. And she hits the shot um Fucking now nailed. I went to see this I went to see this with my sister, and she actually had a good point that. They should have had a moment where they both shot the arrows at the same time and they can't tell which one hit. the Like, one of them missed and one of them hit, and the old man's like, it was one of us. And it's yeah. kind of left up in the air. Like, did Katie actually do some or did she not? Yeah. Like,
0: and because it, it's, it's. And look, there's no problem with Katie being the one to shoot it
1: in the throat. Three uh, days, Sean. She, three days. She was about well, 150 yards. away
0: We've all seen Game of Thrones season eight, haven't we? Uh,
1: <laughs> yeah, that was not met with good critical reception, Sean. That oh fuck!
0: Oh you're right. oh god! I really picked the wrong hill to die on there. <laughs> but yeah, that, when that's a when nice... your
1: hill is season eight of Game of Thrones, you've gone wrong.
0: <laughs> you're you're on the wrong hill. Um, but that's that's actually a good point. That like maybe it is better to leave that just open and like. Because then it's Cause funny shoots, as well.
1: Yeah, it's, it's funnier that, like, oh, did she do it or did she not? Or else she, like, fires the arrow and she misses by a mile. And he's, like, behind her. And he just fires the arrow because he's a legend. <laughs> like Archer. And he puts it straight through the neck. you're like, okay, that's kind of funny. Uh, she's had three days. Um, and <laughs> why don't you just let Trevor shoot the arrow into it? The- <laughs> like, fuck it.
0: Tre- Trevor would fucking shoot himself and he'd be fine. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if an ape can shoot an arrow so can I <laughs> um, so the, the the arrow goes through the neck and they defeat the evil um, they eventually defeat it using all the water and it's a really cool scene where uh, Shang-Chi uses all the rings and basically like puts the rings inside the, d- the darkness dweller and just like explodes them out and explodes it from the inside out
0: yeah big anime power move it's class <laughs>
1: Yeah, um, and so they defeat the evil, and everyone's like, "Yeah, we're all happy. Trevor's alive. We're all delighted." Oh, um, well, we're,
0: we're not. We're all not happy now.
1: <laughs> you're delighted about that, and uh, then they go. They remember the dead. There's a nice scene where they put all the lights out onto the onto the lake, and they yeah. remember their their mum and their dad. And then the the last scene is they go back to the bar and they're basically retelling their story to their like couple friend, and they're like. Yeah this is all bullshit this is
0: bullshit because they had earlier been like oh you guys should like get proper jobs like and stop being valets at 30 or whatever which I think like it's fine and and then she was just like okay you can stop making fun of me now I'm sorry
1: and and then Wong shows up he's like I'm looking for (laughs) Shang-Chi see here here here? come with me Katie too (laughs) and you're like oh shit Wong's our friend Oh, Wong they,
0: like he, I I for a second before getting to the end credits I thought that Wong was taking him to go fighting yeah.
1: this is another one of Wong's adventures he's going on drugs guys I got some serious cocaine in the boot Lads, Come with you me. Wong heroin. you're weird when you're not around Doctor Strange Wong you're a lot you are, you're off the chain, man. Um So that is kind of the end of the film, Sean. Um What what was your general thoughts coming out of the cinema?
0: I really liked this. Um I saw it in quite an empty cinema, so I was kind of just like just, just watching it and being like, ah. Oh. I said quite an empty cinema. It was an empty cinema, I was the only one there. Dead right. And I re- it was It was a fun movie with like a bit of heart to it it wasn't it wasn't too much of anything if that makes sense like
1: yeah it was it was like a solid i don't want to put grades on it but like it's like a b plus or a b like yeah and it's an origin story so those are hard we always say that those are hard and to get a movie with this much heart that's this unique and, I mean, it does follow some of the tropes at the end. There's a big CGI fight and there's a blue light and a yellow light and they're fighting each other that, if you just close your eyes, it kind of looks like the Black Panther ending. <laughs> but we're yeah. not going to get into that. <laughs> um, that.
0: But, like, if I were... Even not putting ratings on it, but, like, I like it about as much as I like, you know, Doctor Strange.
1: Yeah, and and I think it's a great... Do you know what my favourite thing about this is that, I'd like, I mean... It's, it's really good in terms of just introducing a brand new style of film into the MCU that we haven't seen yes. before. It's Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon mixed with Matrix, which I do always think it's pretty cool. Show <laughs> <if laughs> <I saw laughs> some of that in my way. Um, and I just love the fact that the Avengers now have a character who's like just undefeatable in a fight. Like if it comes to a fist fight, we're just going to send in Shang-Chi and fuck you up. <laughs>
0: Yeah, like he's he's such a, a threat for being. He's hundred percent mortal, but not l- like he's still leagues ahead of Hawkeye. You know. But do
1: you, but do you think he should keep the rings? I think so. I think. I thought they should have it, done a thing where he took five, and the sister took five.
0: Oh, that's interesting. But then which hand? And which leave arm five of them, them on one hand. Three and two. Just be really off balance.
1: You're yeah, really off balance. But, I mean, I just think they should have split them. There's one man who's perfectly set <laughs> up for that. <laughs> Who could do that? Ring Fist. <laughs> Ring
0: Fist.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he already has the OR. It's all OR fist and everything. He doesn't even need to change any of his initials. It's fine. It's fine. It'll, he won't
0: even have to change his fucking body kit on his car um,
1: uh, I, I, I thought it was gorgeous shots wise, in terms of just cinematography I thought it looked really really pretty
0: oh yeah like stunning stunning visuals um, specifically like the that first fight between uh, Shang-Chi's mother and father um, looks beautiful yeah. um, I would say just with regards to whether he keeps the rings I do think he'll keep them like locked away in a box um because actually the post credits is here's my big theory about this. Did you watch the post credits of this movie? I did. So it's Wong, uh Captain Marvel, Bruce Banner, Shang Chi and Katie talking about the rings and they don't know where they came from. Yeah. Um that they're not vibranium, they're not any alien technology that Captain Marvel's ever seen. Wong has no idea what they're made of. Um, in the movie, the or sorry, in the comics, those rings come from a crashed alien ship. Um, so I think that the, that's those rings are like celestial or eternal technology. Right. And that they'll it's be eternals. a key. I think they're a key, like, you know, ten rings, there'll be ten fucking holes on a wall. And they have to be put into that and it opens... The room that saves everything
1: Jesus Okay Do you think they're going that big that quick? I just think
0: uh, Not that quick I think it could be You know A couple of mo- You know Years A couple of Maybe next phase Even But They're too much of a mystery To be just Oh they're very powerful weapons You know Yeah
1: Yeah <sighs> Yeah, I I like the bit where Wog is like, what the fuck is in this? There's like a pulse. It's like a a receptor.
0: Yeah, unless that's what alerts the Celestials to come back and judge Earth. Oh,
1: shit. Yeah, it could have like bigger consequences. Then you have Captain Marvel. You also have um, Mark Ruffalo's in it with his sling. So Hulk is still in a sling after um, Endgame, which is pretty cool. Yeah,
0: Yeah, and it's it's a little while after, but I guess... The, you know snapping half the population back Will tend to take you out of commission for a while
1: Yeah makes sense uh, So yeah I I mean I thought this movie was incredibly unique Which is hard to do because some Marvel movies can just be by the numbers Now I'm sure it does follow some of the by the numbers things that they tend to do a lot But it has a way of making it seem fresh
0: Yeah like it's even like you know Location wise and threat wise and everything like that, it's all new stuff that we're seeing. So, even that on its own would be enough to differentiate it. But the fact that, like, there's it's a lot more, you know, mythology and legend as opposed to science or aliens. And I get you have the Thor stuff, but that's technology still. Like, it's just alien technology.
1: I also. For every other future movie, I do not want Shang-Chi to be in any level of danger in a fist fight. Even if he
0: doesn't have the rings?
1: Even if he doesn't have the rings. I want him fucking boys up left, right and centre. He's able to fight the Mandarin with all ten rings by himself.
0: That's very true, actually. Uh, So, do you know what I want? I want a fight between him and Bucky.
1: I thought of the Winter Soldier, and then I said, "I think he'd kick the shit out of Bucky. I think Bucky's good, but I think Shang. I I think you need one guy who's just the best. Like you just can't be him.
0: Yeah, and he is the best martial artist. He's the best fighter in Marvel.
1: Yeah, that's um, wild so- that we
0: have that now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I think it's cool. I think you need like you got the the distance guys, you got the magic people." You, you got Thor. He's kind of like... He's able to fly. And now we got a guy on the ground who's, who's like Bucky, but like on steroids. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Let's just send him in if there's any sort of fist fights.
0: That's it. They're like, he, he doesn't need guns. He's fine.
1: No, he's fine. Um, so, Sean, I think that's it for this review. What a re- I, I, I how, really like this movie. How many movie. Weetabix are we giving it?
0: Weetabix. I'm going to give it... Oh. Weetabix. One Weetabix, but with like... Strawberries and cream as well.
1: I think that's pretty good. I, I would say yeah. two Weetabix, strawberries and cream, and a little bit of hoodie. Oh, like,
0: oh, it's
1: it's very it's it's nice. It I, is nice.
0: I took out a whole Weetabix for Trevor Slattery. I must be honest.
1: <laughs> <laughs> a piece of shit <laughs> instead of a, <laughs> a weetabix I hate you, Slattery. <laughs>
0: The most beautiful, perfect photographable bowl of Weetabix with a big pile of shite on top of it, shoved in for no reason. Um,
1: Sean, would you like to take us out?
0: Yes, thank you everyone for listening to this uh, Movie Mondays Movie Review show. Uh, We'll be back on Wednesday with Weird News Wednesday, Friday with Hero Zero and next Monday with another episode of Movie Mondays. Big thanks to everyone who supports us over on Patreon, including Please Get Vaccinated, Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, The Flash, Aquaman, Cyborg, Green Lantern, Green Arrow, Black Canary, Zatanna, Kira Lawler, David Clark, Ed Ball, Joe, King Shark, Do 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 King Shark, Do 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 Do, King Shark, Do 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 Do, King Shark, Bernie, I lost it at the end there, Roshin, Shrodoshin, Halley, Ryan, Wright Time, Evanson, Sean, heroes don't do that, Jameson Dominic, Josiah, Florida, Gal Green Anna, go Ducks, Helm Roos Little Dickie, two lads got dropped off, one with a tin whistle and the other a harp, McGrew he's continuing on the one time at band camp from last Ah, week Good, Uh, Danny McLaughlin, Ray I wonder if the next one will be Spider-Man Home and Away Luke Hoth and I can't believe Wanda did this thanks everyone for the continued support, really really appreciate it Um, Thank you for You know Supporting the podcast In that way It's Super helpful There are other ways We do have a merch shop Link below All of our social medias Are also linked there But the best way You can ever help out The show is by telling One human being That we exist
1: Just the one For God's sake Just the one (laughs)
0: For God's sake And I think That's about
1: it Connor. So I have been Connor Lawler I have been Sean Mean. And we shall see you next week Bye